when I always ask the question, so why are you doing this? What is, what is it that you're trying to do? And some clearly it's like, well, I want to get to a user base of this and then sell, right? Mm -hmm. And we try to stay away from those organizations. We want to deal with organizations that are highly passionate about what they're trying to do. That seven days a week, 24 hours a day, they are, you know, they are focused on the idea that they have and how they're going to build that into a business. Hello, and welcome to Connect. Conversations with the key players leading the change in the finance and banking industry on how to tackle innovation. Lessons learned, stories and opinions, and predictions on the latest game changers from builders and enablers that are making the future of our industry. Today, we're sitting down with Robert Patterson. He's the CEO of Alterna Savings and Alterna Bank, both credit unions operating in Canada. We really wanted to talk to Robert for two reasons. First of all, Alterna Savings is one of Canada's oldest financial institution. Founded in 1908, it has sustained all of the major crises in the last century and must now, once again, find answers to remain relevant in today's market. The second reason is that Robert himself is a passionate entrepreneur with an impressive track record of involvement in his community. Robert, thank you so much for coming. We're really, really happy to have you on the podcast. I would maybe think of learning a little bit about Alterna's mission and what you do. I think there's something really special and an amazing story to be told there. So maybe you can tell us a little more about that. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for having me here. Alterna actually was created 110 years ago. And I don't think people realize how long we've actually been in the, the Canadian landscape. You know, we were created to really do something different in the banking space. And it was to make a difference in people's lives. And, I, you, know, at, you know, banks talk about that and they use it in their marketing, their literature. But, you know, Alterna, when it was, when it was created that 110 years ago, it was because people were having difficulty mm -hmm. getting access to financial services. Fast forward past 100 years, and we decided to take what we were really doing in the Ottawa area and in Toronto and take it nationally. Mm -hmm. And our big focus and you know, how we talk about it is we want to be the good in banking. We want to return back to where a bank was part of a community. Mm -hmm. And it actually helped accelerate the growth of a community mm -hmm. and the well-being. It created jobs. It created businesses. And, and it made a difference in people's lives. And so we're not about profits for profit's sake. You know, we are about profits for a purpose. And that purpose is really our members and our customers' well-being. And so we're, we're taking that 110-year history. We're now really leaping into the digital space. And we're trying to be the good in banking for digital adopters uh, mm -hmm. across the country, no matter where you are. That's awesome. And so those values of community and service are obviously really important to Alterna. And I, was, I would assume as a CEO, really important for you, right? So how does this kind of come back to you? How does this factor a little bit into your, your professional journey? You know, I've been in financial services for 30 years, and I've been in some of the largest brands in, in global banks and in large national Canadian banks. And, you know, I started my career in the 80s, and when, you know, banking was still fairly traditional, uh, the landscape changed. You know, investment bankers took over the big banks. Mm -hmm. They got far more aggressive and focused on bottom line profits. Banking fees were, were no longer about uh, investment for future development. It was just surely to pad profits. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the, the FIs lost connections. So in my career, you know, I kind of got to that point where I said, 
I really want to focus on what I, the reason I got into banking years ago, mm-hmm. and that was to help people and to make a difference in their lives. And so that was why I came to Alterna six years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love working with a team of dedicated people that are focused on community. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's right now in Ottawa where we've had our staff out dealing with sandbags on the Gatineau side and on the Ottawa side to try and protect the people we live with and spend time with, their homes, or any other need that comes up in the year. That's awesome. We're there. So it's great to interact with our team and be part of something that is is really focused on helping Canadians prosper mm-hmm. and trying to make a difference in their lives. Yeah, for sure. So that community aspect is super, super important. And then you mentioned a little bit about the Canadian landscape. So what specifically in the Canadian kind of banking and financial services area do you think that we're ripe for a change. I think the digital space is the transformation. Canadians are looking for an empathetic and authentic financial institution that is truly going to talk to them in an Mm -hmm. honest way. Empathy for the situation they're in. Canadians are not looking like they're going to hit the retirement goals. They are, you know, confused about the housing market and how much they should be putting into a house. And they're looking for someone to come and provide them with that content mm-hmm. and that interaction in a digital fashion because they're time starved. They can't make it to, to a bank branch and yet they desperately need someone that is going to help advise them and, mm-hmm. and be a trusted partner. All the banks talk about, you know, trusted financial advice, but at the end, you know, they're going to try and give you the highest mortgage that you, you possibly can. So we think the Canadian population is looking for someone that's truly going to embrace them mm-hmm. and be really concerned and empathetic about their well-being and then deliver that frictionless digital experience that doesn't overreach for information mm-hmm. and content from them and their personal information mm-hmm. and packages that with strong rates, a great product experience, and then the advisory component. So that's we're really focused on that mm-hmm. development in the Canadian marketplace. Cool. It's the use of the term someone and not an entity or a bank. I think that's that's a very important differentiation that I'm hearing there. It's about people. I mean, yep. at the end of the day, we have to be focused on individuals mm-hmm. and, and communities, right? That human is, to human interaction. Exactly. We only are going to have, to have great lives and our, our children are going to have great lives if we're part of something that helps people prosper. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at everything we're trying to do at Alternative Bank, it is with the experience of you and your family, right? We're, we're looking to see how we make a difference mm-hmm. and that's how we feel good about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a publicly traded company, right? We're not trying to maximize our shareholder return. We're trying to truly get you that the right home in the right market, mm-hmm. with the right schools and in the right places worship that you and your family are focused in as individuals. Mm-hmm. And if we can do that, that's what we refer to as the good in banking. Mm-hmm. And you'll do well, and we'll do well with you. But that's a transformation that we, we, sure. we want to make happen. And that kind of comes back to something you wrote in 2017. So we did some uh, a bit of research, and you, you wrote something in the op-ed that was, that was quite impactful. That was named the Legacy of Service Servants Standing for Fairness. Um, and I think that's kind of touched a lot on what you just said. And so how do you tie in what you said in there to all of this? I'll use an example. If I, if I go to one of the big five bank sites and I go into their savings accounts, 
they use these terms. One account says bonus. One you know says advantage. One says e e savings. Right. So they have three different savings accounts. And you look at the interest rates. One's like you know five basis points. One's ten basis points. One's a hundred basis points. And you wonder why do they have three, mm-hmm. and why do they they leave people's money stranded in these different products and services? We have one savings. We built one because you just need one, mm-hmm. and we give you one of the highest rates that we can in the marketplace, and we give you that trust that says you know that if you put your money here, it's going to be one of the highest ones. We're not going to try a teaser rate. We're not going to try and change the account on you uh-huh. and introduce another account, which is what you know a lot of institutions do, because we're actually focused on your well-being. Mm-hmm. And we're empathetic from the standpoint that says, the last thing you want to spend your day doing mm-hmm. is trying to find out where the best savings mm-hmm. account rate is. You sit there and you say, no, no, I have some short-term needs. I don't want to take risk on this amount of money. And so I just need someone that's going to try and help me make some additional funds mm. on this money while I'm determining what, what I want to do. Mm. So why shouldn't we come and build that solution for you? Mm. Is it the most profitable solution for us? No, but it's the right thing for us to do for you and your family to provide you that solution. So to us, that's the difference, right? You know, mm. it's, do you, if you really care and you want to put that in as part of your, your promise to the Canadian marketplace, then you can't have three accounts and be tricking people on those accounts. Yeah, You can't force them to read the legal text. You can't force them to check daily to see if you've drastically moved your rates. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how you approach innovation. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, as a great union that's driven by strong values, how do you approach innovation in that, that disruptive kind of market where there's on one side institutions that are driven by maybe profit, but also drive the innovation for this. And on your end, you drive innovation for value or for community value. So do you, do you have an example of where you, you created innovation and what, what specifically made it different for you? Yeah, I mean, I think the big difference is we put you and your family yeah, there, right? For sure. And I'll, I'll use home buying you know, as an example. We sat down and we said with Alternbank, we obviously want to have a digital mortgage. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that there wasn't one in Canada. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of false advertising. Hey, be pre-approved here, be pre-approved there. Mm-hmm. And you found out every one of those websites, when you went in, it said, well, please call us or see us. We need more information. So you're not really pre-approved. You're not. And we noticed the way they architected the experience was, first, give us your name, your telephone number, your email address, uh-huh. all this information. So so, mostly lead gen. Correct. And then you know you're going to get the phone call and the emails and the text messages spamming you. Mm-hmm. So we said, look, what does an individual want? What's the best thing that we can do for this life experience of buying a home? And we said, we're going to give you direct access to the calculators. We're going to partner with a couple of fintechs to come in and help you find a real estate agent. We're going to help you better understand the housing market. Think about what you should be looking at around the home buying experience, schools, flood lines, you know, all the cost of insurance, all of that. And we're never going to ask you anything. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to tell us anything about yourself. So even if you decide to not come to us for your mortgage, just go mm-hmm. and educate yourself. And we've tried to think about and have empathy for you in that process. And we've tried to build the tools mm-hmm. around it. And then we said, while we're doing that, why don't we actually just build a digital mortgage? Yeah. And so two and a half years ago, in under a year and under a million dollars, we built the mm-hmm. first fully digital mortgage in Canada. That's crazy. 
And it's, you could be in a canoe, you know, up in Algonquin Park and actually get pre-approved and really pre-approved, actually find your home, fund it, and be in your home without ever having to see anyone or talk to one. Mm-hmm. To talk to anyone. If you want to, yes, you can, mm-hmm. but you can seamlessly do it. And that was what we did because people told us they didn't have time to come into a branch. Mm. You know, their partner was in one city. They were in another city. They were trying to get together. They can do it remotely now Mm -hmm. over their mobile phone or their tablet. And the banks had been trying to build these for years, the big five. And they spent tens of millions of dollars on it. And how do we do it? Because we just put the consumer truly on the pedestal in the room. Mm -hmm. That's using innovation for empathy. Correct. And then said, look, we will make it happen. We will partner. We didn't say we're going to do it ourselves. We mm-hmm. went out. We found Salesforce. You know, we, we partnered with companies like yourself, Flinks, you know, mm-hmm. on account opening. We went out and we said, who are the individuals in the ecosystem that could help us create the network to take out the friction of the home buying mm-hmm. process? So we don't have to ask you 100 questions. We only have to ask you a few identifying questions. And behind the scenes, we can pull all the information in. Mm-hmm. So that ability to partner and not be threatened by partnering is also a key yeah. to, to digital transformation for sure. and to delivering a frictionless experience for the consumer. Mm-hmm. And that comes back to a pretty good example of fintechs and financial institutions, credit union, collaboration, right? How do you see that relationship? There's always something that's interesting there that lies between collaboration and tension yes. between fintechs and financial institutions. So I'm wondering what's your point of view on that? So, so we have a really different view on this. Uh-huh. So we embrace partnerships. And we were one of the earliest supporters of the fintech space. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can go across this country, you can go into Europe. We have a real history at Alterna at True Partnership. And one of the reasons I think we are very successful at it is we are not threatened by it. We don't take a view internally of wanting to do this work ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't want to compete with you. We look out there and say, you know, we're small, you're small. Mm -hmm. So let's come together and make something fantastic. And, and our approach is we don't need a 100-page legal agreement. Mm-hmm. So let's just get this really simple so that you know we can get in the room and we can start working and we can start delivering something for Canadians. Mm-hmm. So we take this fundamental view that says we're happy to even be your advocate. You come and work with us, we're going to tell 100 people you're working with us. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how great the solution is because yeah. we want you to actually be successful as a fintech. Mm-hmm. We want you to grow. We want you to be stronger. Absolutely. right. That's going to help us from an innovation standpoint at Alterna. So our fundamental view is everyone that we partner with, we're actually their biggest promoter. Mm-hmm. We want them to be ruthlessly successful in their, their category and beat off the big companies and, and you know, have another proud Canadian business mm-hmm. going global. Yeah, for so sure. So we see that as part of community, and it's just a, a Canadian... Yeah. fintech community. That comes back to supporting the economy, that comes back to the, the civil servants standing for fairness, that's, that comes back to the, the mission of what you do. We don't want to grow if you can't grow. We mm. want to be able to help commercialize your idea, get it to the market, and then we want you to be so successful mm. that you employ a thousand more Canadians in high-paying jobs in the tech space, that, mm. that you're able to open offices across the country and globally. That makes Canada prosperous, and that carries the flag mm-hmm. forward. So we are huge advocates, and everyone in the company believes strongly in partnering makes us stronger. Mm-hmm. You also help us, right? You come in and you help move our culture because you come in as a young 53-employee you know, company here at Flinks, 
and you instill agile work plan into a 110-year-old organization. Mm. And so our team gets to be ignited by that. They get to be excited by that. They get to develop their skills alongside you. And so the benefits to us as a culture and an organization is huge. And that's why we really value mm. partnerships and we value the creativity that it sparks out of it for us. For sure. And then coming back to you, I, I remember reading on your um, Twitter biography that you are a fintech investor. Yeah. So what do you specifically look for? We want to go with organizations that are socially responsible mm-hmm. and that are in it for more than just profits as the mm-hmm. ultimate goal. So, you know, we stay away from the ones that, when I always ask the question, so why are you doing this? What, it, what is it that you're trying to do? And some, clearly, it's like, well, I want to get to a user base of this and then sell, right? Mm-hmm. And we try to stay away from those organizations. We want to deal with organizations that are highly passionate about what they're trying to do. That seven days a week, 24 hours a day, they are, you know, they are focused on the idea that they have and how they're going to build that yeah, into a interesting. business. And we like to meet the team because you can walk into an office environment and know very clearly and quickly if they are walking the talk. Yeah. And if their team gets it, are the uh, individuals engaged? Are they uh, enthusiastic? They're having fun. Are they having fun? You know, do they wear the brand? Yeah, you know, for sure. Are they part of the brand? You can look at the investment the principals have made in their staff. Mm-hmm. Just the the quality of the environment, right? Have they are they taking care of their employees or not? Do they care about their, mm-hmm. their teams or not? Do they give them work and lifestyle? Do they, you know, are they truly living up to what the bio says, right? Mm-hmm. On the about us, you know, section yeah. of their of their app. Yeah, for sure. Um, and do they have a vision yep. that is beyond where they are today? Can they actually talk about the next two or three chapters mm-hmm. in their life? Yeah. And if they can do that, we're highly interested. Because then we know that all they really need is a couple of other institutions to help give them scale. For sure. That's super interesting. It comes back to the idea also of doing something for a reason, not just because you can, not just because you have the brains to do it, but also because there's something that matters in the, in the back and also because you want to have fun doing it. I personally think that everything is doable. And when you look at that, you realize that everything should not be done But what you do when you choose to do it, you should do it with fun, with values, with passion, and without all this negative energy that can surround doing something new. Correct. You got to be positive about it. You have to be excited mm-hmm. for the transformation and the change. Yep. And you can't fear it. So when we look at people like yourself, you know, you're interesting individuals, right? And so together, you. <laughs> t- together right, you, you get into some great conversations. Mm-hmm. And those conversations lead to the messaging I'll be going back home with and saying, hey, had this great you know, conversation for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. We should think about doing this. We should think about doing this. And there are those sparks, right? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. You, you want to associate your organization with individuals that are interesting and creative mm-hmm. and are going to help stimulate and help push you to do something better. And then the values make sure that that effort on on what you're trying to change and transform is a positive one, right, for communities and, and for the country and for the individuals that are going to use products or services. And then talking about innovation, what do you think is the, the biggest challenge right now? Like if I was to create a fintech tomorrow or something, a product or a company working in the financial industry, what do you think is kind of the biggest challenge that I'll have to tackle? What do you think is something that's hard to do or where there's an opportunity to do something better? There's a ton of great ideas out there. The hard thing is 
how to bring it to the marketplace. And yes. how, when you take a look at a lot of fintechs that have been successful, people talk about the idea of the concepts were around before, but this group of individuals just seem to be able to bring it to the market in a way that resonated uh, with, mm-hmm. with, with individuals. And so I think you have to be you know, very much not just focused on the idea, but really understanding how to explain that idea mm-hmm. and do it in a very easy way. How you get into the slipstream of the conversation that's happening in the space that you're trying to go, the influencers and, and being able to, to have a discussion. Talent. You know, how do you get individuals that are not just high-paid individuals to bring in for something, but people that also deeply believe in the concept that mm-hmm. you're trying to bring to the market? When you bring a team of people together and they believe in the purpose of what you're trying to do and how you're trying to disrupt and how you're trying to innovate, having the right people that believe in that and have the passion about it mean you will get there. You know, it'll turn out, I remember when we were doing our first, you know, account opening, our digital account opening. Yeah. And we were sitting in the room and the team was walking me through and they said, Rob, here we are and, and don't worry, we've got remote deposit capture. We'll take an image of that check and that's how we're going to open it. Mm-hmm. And we had that moment we said, well, but hold on a second. I don't have any checks. Yeah. It doesn't solve the problem. Yeah, if I do, I don't know where they are. Yeah. And so we sat in that room and just repivoted and said, no, we're going to build an account opening process that assumes you have no checks. Yep. That assumes you just have your your smartphone, mm-hmm. and it can't be more than seven minutes. And That's, that that was the rule: seven and, minutes. And, and when you look around and you see the eyes of your team, mm-hmm. you know instantly whether you have the right the right team. And, yep. and I got to tell you, we're fortunate we do, because the eyes went wide with excitement. Yep. Like yeah, let's crush Here, that. Here's let's, the let's, challenge. Let's hand, yeah. that is amazing. Let's let's do yep. that. As opposed to fear, right? Yeah, exactly. And well, no, no, but come on, you need to worry about this, you need to worry about this, and need to worry. No, yeah. it was the it was the fundamental view of wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's I'm the, now I'm now going to stay up all night trying to figure out yeah. how we're going to do this. That's the glass half full Correct. versus the glass half empty. And the team did it. Yeah, they came back, they went through, and they said, "We fixed it. We we've got this concept yep. nailed." And uh, and so that's what you're trying to do. And so when you know I see fintechs again, you know it's getting the right people mm-hmm. and the ones that really believe in what they're doing. You know, we sat with Philippe earlier and he was talking about data and doing that. You see the passion he has for that, right? Yeah. You know that, you know, this is what he wants to spend his, his waking hours on mm-hmm. and he's going to figure out a way to find more insights in that data mm-hmm. and to find more ways that consumers are going to be able to leverage that data on their behalf and move flinks forward. And you just know that's going to happen. Yep. You know when he's not taking you know you know pictures and in, in, in his photography hobby. Yep. Feels right here. <laughs> cool. Well, on this, thank you so much for the great conversation. Thanks for having me. It's really been great spending uh, the day with you guys. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. This is it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening to Connect. You can find the full version of my conversation with Robert right on the blog. 